0: Hey there, how are you, man? It's been a while for my free folks. So how you doing? Here we are heading into Halloween 2014. Oh my God, where has the year gone? You know here's one of the things, and I probably say this a couple of times a year, and for good reason, this is a great time to relook at things to do one of those third quarter checkup from the neck ups. I mean, cause are you affirming your fears? You know, Halloween in your fears? Are you affirming your dreams? Now, you might be asking, well, really, Tracy, you say this all the time. Why is it a good time now? Well, here's the thing the holidays are right around the corner. You got Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas right behind that, New Year's, and New Year's. That's when everyone's talking about, oh, what are we going to do for the New Year? Well, why not look at it now? Because here's what's going to happen. As the holidays creep up on you, you're going to be jam packed full of things to do, and you're going to forget to do it then. So, The question becomes, are you following your own heart, mind, and dreams in some shape, form, or manner? Are you creating that that Christmas-like gift for yourself by reviewing your dreams um, for yourself and for those you care for? Well, welcome back. Uh, If you've missed me for a while, I, I, I say welcome back. If you're new, welcome in the first place to Your Success at Last DNA, those daily needed attitude enhancements, those adjustments that you can absorb every single day in just a few minutes we're going to make it chock full of tips and techniques and sometimes a little motivational boot to the backside, all in a good way of course to, to inspire you to get up and take some action and then to rinse and repeat, to do it all over again, to give you those strategies that you can use today without overwhelming you with Three hours of things to do that, oh, my God, what am I going to do first? Well, we'll save that for those those other guys, right? Just a little every day. You know what they say. It's you know, inch by inch. It's a cinch. Who am I? Well, me, I'm Tracy, the Ace Brinkman, the man behind the mic, your CIO, a.k.a. the Chief Inspiration oh, Hold on. I got these new lips. I just got them at JCPenney's, and I haven't quite broke them in yet. The CIO, a.k.a. the Chief Inspiration Officer around here at YourSuccessAtLast.com. I really want to thank you for stopping in. I, I, I truly am glad you're here. Monday. There's a question we ask every Monday. Actually, I I designed questions for every day of the week. Uh my free folks only get the Monday shows. Uh however, the next couple of weeks I'm gonna give you every single day so you're gonna hear all the questions, get all the great content that my premium members normally only get. So Monday's question is, how do you feel? Hmm? How do you feel? And I want to follow that, follow that up with an 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 add-on question for Mondays. How do you want to feel? Sometimes those two answers don't go together and you got to, you know, get from point A to point B. So how do you feel and how do you want to feel are the things I want you to think about. As we go into the holidays, go into the show you haven't heard from me in a while, I'm back. Did you miss me? Some of my folks missed me. There's been a lot that's gone on. Change in locales. I was down in Columbus, Ohio. I'm up in Wisconsin now um you heard about the divorce that was happening well that's well on its way you know uh new clientele in the making new ladies in the making uh just a whole world and for those of you who don't know my best friend and I say best friend I don't mean this lightly I mean I met this uh, gentleman his name is Robbie you've heard me talk about him on a couple of the shows um I met him when I was 16 I believe he was 14 at the time um, i'm fifty one now so that gives you a great idea of how long we've known each other. He sadly passed away uh geez, my goodness, uh, just a little over a month ago now, and it's uh it's been a challenge. I'm not going to lie to you it's It's been tough I mean, I've lost my grandfather, I've lost my father lost my grandma. I, have my, I still have my mother, thank goodness. And as many of you know who have listened to my show for anything more than a few episodes, you know I, I lost a daughter as well at the, at the uh, tender young age of 16 months. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not immune to loss. I'm not a stranger of it. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it just never gets any easier, does it? When someone you love that deeply and who's, who's really the brother you never had, never and a biological brother, was an only child, uh, you just, you're not ready for that. And so, anyway, it's, it's, it, I'm not saying that to bring you down. I'm just saying, you know, I just, I'm just another guy. I'm just like you. I, 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 I've been through my pain and my turmoil my dark times and my bright times and I try to share some of the things I use to get through that um to uh to help you through your your daily grind, right all right this is from a, uh, let's shake that off a little bit now i don't want what uh, wasn't the uh, uh, the reason for for sharing that so well, what do we going to talk about today well today we're talking about some little known truths that can help you get through tough times i've been through some tough times recently, still going through some of them, but they' you know they're it's not all bad i mean you're feeling like your back's against the wall you know because when when times are tough. Here's the thing. It's really difficult to stay focused on your goals and your dreams and aspirations and to feel great about life. You're probably going to find yourself wondering when the hardship is just going to stop. Please, God, let it stop. Well, I'm here to bring you the cold hard truth, ladies and gentlemen life's hardship never truly fades away yeah 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 there'll be brief moments of sunshine sometimes those moments of sunshine will last longer than others but they're just never gonna go away once one thing is fixed something else is going to pop up that's life that's what people say so I want to share with you some ideas some um, some Techniques and tips and some tactics and how you can use life's hardships uh, to your advantage by, you know, flipping the coin, flipping the script, so to speak, and changing challenges and opportunities. I know, I know. God, you've heard that so many times before. But I want you to be able to view life's tests as catalysts for growth, right, so that you can better be better prepared and sail your way through them. I want you to really I mean, hear me out. Weigh the validity of what it is I have to say. If it doesn't work for you, hey, that's fine. I'm not for everybody. I'm not going to say I am for everybody. Uh, there's plenty of guys like me out there. Uh, there'll be one out there just for you. But if you're still listening, I'm willing to bet Man, this guy might be yeah, something he's willing to look, worth listening to. So take these points to heart, and soon you'll be finding that you'll have the, the ability to navigate through life's tumultuous seas a little bit easier. All right, so one of three. Number one is, whew, pain can drive you onward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, 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 pain, whether it's physical or mental, is really nothing more than an indication that something, somewhere inside or outside, just isn't right. Here's the thing: we're we're taught from it seems like from birth, from day one, that pain is. It's a negative force that's meant to torment us, or it's meant to torture us, or it's meant to beguile us. But really, if you think about it, it's really not the case. Pain really serves as a beacon in the darkness. One of the things I learned as a soldier is that if you still feel pain, you're still alive, right? That's a beacon in the darkness. I'm not dead yet. I can still do something, right? It's a torch that illuminates your path. Sometimes psychological pain really is the result of, let's call them, unresolved issues. There's things smoldering under the surface that are causing pain, causing the fear. And it's only by confronting your issues, by bringing them to the surface, by showing them the light of day, can you move past them, right? That's just that's fact. That's, well, it's a fact as far as I understand it, okay? Here's another thing. Everything in, in life has an opposite. Rich, and poor, and black, and white, and up, and down, and pain, and joy. See, if it's not for pain, you would have no real concept of what real joy was. If you never felt pain, you'd think, oh, well, joy is a normal state. and Joy would then be normal to you. Without knowing your pain, you don't know the real state of joy. So don't run from your pain. Instead, I want you to face it head on and ask yourself, what is causing this bloody pain? That very answer is probably going to lead you straight to the joy that you're looking for by helping you overcome and address that source of pain. All right. Now, to have that, you're going to need a mindset. And that brings us to number two. Your mindset, ladies and gentlemen, is going to determine your outcome. And if it's not going to determine it outright, it's certainly going to have a huge, huge impact on it. Because how you react to hardship almost always determines how much of it you're going to experience. All right, let's think about it for a moment. How many of you have lost a job? Raise your hands. Oh, don't let go of the steering wheel. Okay, no. But if you've lost a job, think about it. I think everyone in the course of time has have lost a job either, they gave it up themselves or situations or whatever. Now there's a couple of different ways you can go about it. You can go down to the bar, you can wallow in your tears and your beers with someone else that's lost their job and moan and groan about it. Or you can get off your duff. Update your resume and start finding a new one. Those are two completely different mindsets. Can you see how they're gonna determine how much of that, of that down, that pain, quote-unquote pain you're going to experience, your reactions have immediate and long-lasting effects on your mind, on your body, on your psyche. And see, you choosing to act instead of react can free you from habitual behaviors which are probably going to keep that thing lasting a long time. And those habitual behaviors are probably the ones that are causing the challenges in the first dang place. You're going to hear it from me. Optimism is key. However, I want you to think about this. Optimism and realism are not mutually exclusive. Life has its ups and downs. That's just a fact, right? It's part of living in the real world. It's part of the nature of the universe. Things, they happen. So you've got to be realist. And I mentioned this in a, a few episodes back. I was about two or three months ago now, that uh, I'm an optimistic realist. It's important that you face both with equal vigor. You see, when you swim in a lake or an ocean, oh, here's, here's an even better one. My daughter, you've heard me talk about her a number of times, competitive cheerleader, right? I've seen a number of her te- teammates and her herself be just Oh my goodness, be on cloud night when they won the big competition, right? Oh, woo, yeah, we're going to Worlds, right? Worlds is the Super Bowl of cheerleading. And I've also seen those very same girls with the exact same skills a week later or a week earlier or a month later beat themselves up mentally and sometimes even physically because they they did one thing wrong, or they lost the meat, or they, they lost the competition. And they, they're the same person. They have the same skills they had, right? They just – it's that mental, that 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 mindset that they're beating themselves up. And, and the, some of them beat themselves up so bad that it takes them so much longer to come back out of it. Because when you're in that mental state, you can't perform to your peak potential, right? And here's the other thing that mental leads to the impact in the physical, which is what I'm talking about here. So uh, here's another: when you swim in a, a lake or ocean, which I started mentioning earlier, you know perfectly well, and if you're from California, like I, I spent a number of years there, that the crash of one wave causes the beginning of another, causes the cresting of another. Life operates the exact same way. So each time you see the well. Uh, see the swell, or or feel the crash, the, the literal, the proverbial crash of life around you. Just know it's causing the next wave, right? So when you learn to surf, is what I would say. Avoid letting negativity color your perceptions. And negativity is a, is another word. It's these new lips I just got them out of J.C. and not quite got broken in yet. So here's here's what I want you to get to. If you expect pain you're going to react in pain. So if you react in pain, whether that threat is real or not, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities that are hidden within the challenge itself. So I don't want you to react with pain. I want you to I don't want you to react without pain. Maybe you you can expect pain, but maybe you prepare for it. That way, when you're prepared for it, you're not reacting in the pain and you don't miss out on those opportunities. Does that make more sense? All right. Last but not least, we're running a little long here because I did my long intro, but I wanted to give this last one to you. Most fears do not represent reality. They're not representative of reality. That's just the way it works. It's important there. I want you to differentiate between fears that stem from physical threats, those ones that you have to pay attention to, and fears that arise out of the mind. Our mind is an amazing device. Let me tell you what, the mind has saved us through eons of development, no matter how you believe we got here first. There were creatures that wanted to eat us, that wanted to kill us. There are still some of them out there today. Some of them are human, some of them have four paws. And that fear keeps us alive. But sometimes that fear, our mind goes crazy with it. Fears that, it's again I'm going to come back, it, it's important that you differentiate between the fears that stem from physical threats and fears that only arise out of the mind. That latter one, that second one there, is often created by the very brain that's trying to save you as it runs through all these scenarios deep in your subconscious. Heck, it might even be on your conscious. You may be consciously thinking about all these different scenarios when you're awake or when you dream. When you dream, you become more aware of the process. These mental fears, they're they're meant to keep you from taking unnecessary risks, but we tend to blow them out of proportion. Here's the thing. In today's high-tech and interconnected world, we're going to have to be able to face our fears head-on. Otherwise, someone else is going to take the advantage, right? the only way you can do this is to convince your subconscious that your threats, they're not real. Or they're not as risky as as your mind is is perceiving them. And you're you're not going to be able to say this once and say, oh, that's not a real threat. You're going to have to say it with some conviction, and uh, it's only going to be through repeated attempts and through repeated exposure to the discomfort that you can convince your subconscious mind that there is nothing to fear from these non-physical threats. Here's the thing. It's like belief, right? When you start believing in something, you, 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 I, I know I can, um, I can do – I can run a mile. Or you want to run for a marathon. Well, your first off is, I don't think I can run 26 miles. I just can't do that, right? Uh, So you start, I'm going to run a mile. Then I can run two miles. Then three. You start, I mean, there's a fear of, oh, I'll never be able to do that. But as you expose yourself to it repetitively, you build it up. Your conscious mind says, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can start doing that. Uh, Another way I liken it is when you get a good idea, if you don't write it down, in some form or another, send it to yourself in an email, leave it yourself in a message, or write it down, you'll forget it. Quite often you'll forget it. And if if you do this a few times, your mind's going to start saying, well, shoot, i am giving you these great ideas. If you don't want them, I just won't give them to you anymore. And over time, your mind will stop giving you good ideas. Whereas if you start writing them down, your mind's saying, well, shoot, you're paying attention. I'm going to give you some more. Same thing. With that repeated exposure, Your mind starts reacting. So if you do the same thing with fear, you'll be able to convince your subconscious mind there's nothing to fear about the non-physical threats. You can absolutely overcome fear every single time if you're willing to force yourself through the discomfort that it generates. Typically, the discomfort's going to melt away the moment you dive into the task. That you're dreading to do in the first place. Oh my God, I don't want to do my taxes. But once you dive in and start doing it, well, the dread goes away, and you knock it out. Big bang, boom. Right. So I want you to take on these concepts. Right. Take on these concepts. that You'll you, absorb them, use them, practice them. Once, twice, three times a lead. Now you do them a few times, and you'll find that solutions to many of your challenges. You'll you'll find solutions to many of your challenges. Period. That's it. When you manage the present, the future is going to take care of itself. And, and, and the, we always seem to fear the future. But when we're focusing on, here's what I need to get done. I need to get through this fear. But you're thinking ahead. Well, then you're building in the present and managing for the future. So, in essence, when you manage the present, the future will take care of itself. I want you to remember this last thing. Opportunity only exists in the present moment, today, ladies and gentlemen. It's only going to be like they say, it only knocks once. But well, they're talking about it only exists now. And in order to build towards your ideal tomorrow, you're definitely going to have to deal effectively with life that you have today. With the light with you like that life or not, you've got to deal with it today, and then figure out where you want to go. And we talk about this all the time here, don't we? What are your goals? What's your major definite purpose? Where do you want to go? So now you can deal with what you have today and get to where you want tomorrow. Okay, speaking of tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to be talking about a foolproof plan to build your confidence. We're going to build off this fear thing right here, right? Then Wednesday, we're going to accomplish more each day. i got seven strategies for that. Thursday, we're talking about achieving your goals regardless of the obstacles. Are we feeling a trend here? And then Friday, we're talking about achieving balance in your life. We're going to wrap all this up. Into a nice, pretty little package. Okay, well, I've run about five minutes over today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If it's your first time, welcome here. Tune in again tomorrow when we talk about a foolproof plan to build your confidence. This is Tracy. Think successfully, take action. Bye bye.